0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host Austin Hill. Today we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy.
1: What my challenge to to whoever's hearing this or who, who's listening to this it's it is not to be like oh we can't ask questions or we can't like we can't question uh, or if a change happens I have to be okay with it. That's that's not what we're that's not what I'm saying. I know that's not what you're saying, Wes. It's how do we respond when the change pops up? Do, are we, is it our react, is it our reaction to think it's bad instead of being curious and like, what is this actually happening? And then not project, projecting. And what I mean by projecting is like what you were talking about. We bring to the story, uh, we bring to the situation what our story is. And if, what, a, what, what projecting would look like day in and day out is like I was lied. So let's just, for example, um, I was lied to by a, uh, I don't know, a previous boss or a previous coworker. And so now I bring to every story, I become just dis- distrustful. And then to any work situation, well, I was lied to by an old coworker, an old boss. So now every coworker and every boss is lying to me. That's a story that someone's telling. That is a judgmental, not curious way of approaching things. When you could, like if you're just objective about it, objective mean like what is real is a coworker lied to you or a, a, a sibling or family member lied to you. That doesn't mean that all families are liars. It just means that that one person lied. And even then, even further, that one person might have lied to you once or they were you know they lied a lot but that doesn't mean they're always lying so that it requires like we have to be okay with knowing that like we are not this the people around us are not this one dimensional because they did that one thing they are always and forever that act um and we why i think it it feels like we're trying to make and and like our responses to that is to keep – we want to be safe. We want to be protected. And why it's easy and it makes us feel good and in control to like separate people out and kind of put people in tribes or camps is it's so much easier to blame and, um, I guess, demonize somebody. Because then you don't, have to, you don't have to be in a relationship with them anymore. I don't have to put the effort in to be in relationship with them because it's just easier to just write them off. And that's the crazy thing about like, and this is why I think the exact opposite of that is when Christian community is brought in or somebody who's brought in with that story, with that understanding, like I can't trust people Christian community really like is wonderful because it pulls out that in that person be like, we can be trustworthy. Like we're not perfect because Christian community is far from perfect. It's, it's pretty messy, but we're acknowledging it and we're getting stuff out into the light. It's like, this is what rebuilding trust looks like. This is what forgiveness looks like. This is what happens when you do screw up. There has to be consequences. And then there's, we're rebuilding trust from that. And the only way we would know those things is if we're actually curious enough to like, look for them and see how, how it changes people. So it's not a fear mindset. It's a, um, I have to be okay with being hurt or experiencing pain from other people. That's what. That's what, That is what is required to be in community.
0: I think you know things like gossip that you alluded to earlier. Rarely, rarely, if ever, brings people together, right? Because usually, when we're gossiping, we're we're talking to people that are going to make us feel better about the negative emotions that we're experiencing or the negative thoughts we're experiencing. Instead of talking to the person or team that that, that we're concerned with. You know, I wrote that gossip is to talk about whatever it is with the people not involved. How can we come to a resolution if we're talking about whatever it is with people that aren't involved? You know, curiosity is approaching the people involved to arrive at understanding. And so I think you're absolutely right to advocate for curiosity. And I think the hard part is we have to ask ourselves, like, how rigid are we willing to be? And when I say rigid, um, there's such a rigidity in our culture right now. And a lot of us in our, I mean, frankly, our immaturity can be very, very rigid. And rigidity is just, it's like rigid people have an outlook on life that it's like, it's my way or the highway about almost everything it's my way or the highway about about everything and the 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 in the 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 opposite of that i'll just say like to a more open person is someone who who believes you know there's more ways than one about most things there's more ways than one about most things and so i'm willing you can see where gossip falls in a more rigid mentality because it's like I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm not going to talk to that person because I don't want to understand them. I just want to surround myself with people that kind of believe the same way I do, where a more curious person is, is naturally more open because they want to arrive at understanding because they believe that there's often more ways than one to arrive at something. So they want to understand the other. And I'm telling you, if you want to grow in relationality, I think we have to, we have to be less rigid. Listen, there are hills to die on. But we can't die on every hill because if you're going to die on every hill, you are going like you're the only one that's going to be left standing. That sounds pretty lonely. It sounds pretty lonely. It sounds pretty lonely. And unfortunately, I see this happen in and outside the church. I see this happen um, with Republicans and Democrats. I see this happen. Um, with white people and with black people, Uh, this, this isn't a certain type of person. This is a mentality. This is a a character issue. And I think if we want to grow in relationality, we want to be relationally healthy. We're going to have to be less rigid. We're going to have to be more open. We're going to have to be less gossipy. We're going to have to be more curious. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.